Let's thank him and bless his name for tonight. Is our night of joy, night of blessing. So let's thank him and bless his name and say, Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Father, be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, Father, be thou be exalted tonight in Jesus' name. And as we take the Holy Communion, let your blessing rest upon us in the name of Jesus. And let your name be glorified this month in Jesus' name. Let this month be our month of harvest. Give us a wonderful testimony. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we greet at least five people tonight? And celebrate them and say you are welcome. Please greet at least five people very, very well. Let's do it well. And as we do, the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Okay, I want to celebrate. Is it Mommy Fale or if Fale that you celebrate? Okay, I want to say it's Mommy Fale I'm celebrating. Okay. <laughs> if we say it is Mommy that you celebrate. I'm celebrating Mommy Fair for a fair passing MBBS part three. Wow. 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 Gradually, gradually. If it's in final year medical school. We are preparing for another induction. Powerful do. Amen. You are blessed. We thank God for your life, affair. The Lord will continue to crown your effort with success. Shall be from glory to glory. I am super, super excited tonight. Because God has given us joy. And I've told mommy, Fe, take good care of yourself. Because this girl you are looking at, she'll take you to America. She'll take you to Canada. Take you around the world. She will take care of you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And the Lord will keep both of you and keep all the other siblings in Jesus' name. We celebrate you. Let's clap for these wonderful people. Amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Okay, some of our students also will be doing matriculation tomorrow. It's my interest to know that we are going to have two matriculations this year. We are going to have one for College of Health and uh, Education. And we are going to have one for the degree. Maybe around July. So we must set this one and just do it fast. And the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. We pray the Lord will keep them and will make this step a step to greatness in Jesus' name. Okay, before I preach, just come to the altar straight like that. Come. He arrived yesterday. I've been expecting you this morning. That is Okoyawo Saturday. You are looking fresh. Maybe they kept you inside the AC. Hallelujah. Yes, Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's clap for him. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Your home will be filled with joy in the name of Jesus. I'm still expecting that wonderful lady before the marriage. I'm still expecting her. I'm still expecting her tomorrow. Her yes, tomorrow. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Can you point to yourself and say, I'm blessed? That is why I'm happy. Hallelujah.
Open door to harvest or open door to greatness. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. The Lord said to Father Abraham, I know surely he shall become great. And I pray you too, you are going to become great. Say surely. I can't hear you. I will become great. In the name of Jesus. If you are there, you can read it for me. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Are we there? If you are there, anyone that is there, just read for me. And Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. Genesis 18, 18. Just read it for me. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation. All the nations of the heart shall be blessed through him. Verse 19. For I know him, if we teach and command his children, and his household after him, they shall keep the way of the Lord, to do justice and to do judgment. And the Lord will bring to pass what he has said concerning Abraham. Hallelujah. Everything that God has said concerning you, the Lord will bring it to pass. There's no word that God has spoken concerning you that will fall to the ground. All the wonderful promises, they shall surely come to pass. You will see them and you'll be happy. In your life, the word of the Lord will not fail. Are you saying amen very well? All the wonderful promises of God, they are yes and amen. And in your life, they shall be yes and amen. In the name of Jesus. I don't know how many of you God has promised something. This year, it shall come to pass. It will not fail. In the name of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8 says, I know your work. You have a little strength. But I have opened before you an open door which no man can shut. Say God has opened before me an open door which no man can shut. Say it again. Say I have, I have opened door to harvest, I will enjoy supernatural harvest. See, I don't have a farming season. I have harvest season. All the days of my life. Can you say amen three times? Okay, what are the open doors that God has given to you? God has given you open door to his will. When you know his will, it is easy for you to obey. The will of God is not difficult. I wonder how some Christian can be so gullible and they begin to feel that they don't know what God's will is all about. One, the word of God, which is the Bible, is open for all of us to read. If you can read and write, you have the opportunity to understand his will. Nobody can baboozle you. As I'm reading it as a pastor, you're also reading it to confirm whether what I'm saying is true. Hello, somebody. So, God has given you an open door to understand his will just by reading. By reading his word, you can understand it. Without any mystical, anybody trying to maneuver you. You can understand the Bible. And number two, first John chapter two, verse twenty-seven. The Bible says there's an anointing that is in you. He said, But the anointing which ye have received, first John chapter two, verse twenty-seven, abideth in you. You need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you all things, and that anointing is truth, and it's not a lie. And even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. In other words, even as you are seated here, you are anointed to learn. The Holy Ghost is a teacher. Is I teach you all things, making the word of God very, very easy. 
So you have opened door to understand the will of God. Philippians chapter verse 13 is the Lord that is working in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So you know the will of God. So why should you walk disobediently, intentionally against God's will when the word of God is there? And if Ibadan or Lagos is not in the Bible, you can actually ask the Holy Ghost. Is he Ibadan or Lagos? And the Holy Ghost will confirm by giving you spirit of peace and telling you that, oh, it is Ibadan you should go or is it Lagos you should go. And if you have peace in your mind, there is no condemnation for you because the same spirit beareth witness with that spirit. So there is no struggling at all. No struggling. You have opened door to understand his will. You have opened door to... A lot of people think that Christianity is complex or complicated. It's a very simple way. What is the word of the... The written word of God, what is he saying? What is my spirit saying concerning what has been preached? So you have opened door to the will of the Lord. So all of us who come to church and be very happy. Because as we are seated, the anointing of the Holy Ghost is resting upon you. Teaching you and even saying some other things that I do not even say. Adding more to you. He's teaching you all things. You know the woman beside the word said to Jesus, we know that when Messiah shall come, he shall teach us all things. And Jesus said, hi the Messiah, I am here. The teachers of all teachers in you. Jesus, the son of God, is inside you. So he's teaching you at all times. He can tell you what to do, what not to do. As when the bedroom is teaching you. You are driving, he's teaching you. Wherever you are going, he's teaching you. Telling you what you should not do. And if you are somebody that is listening and you are willing to obey, you will enjoy the fruit of the land. Because the will of God is very simple. In fact, the Bible says the will of God is not grievous. Very simple for you to obey. Very simple for me to obey. So, the will of God is an open door into harvest. When you walk in his will, you enjoy supernatural harvest. Can I tell you this? To obey his will is better than sacrifice. If you consciously, willfully, God is telling you something and you are walking against what God is telling you, you can't have a vessel. You are closing the door against yourself. You are closing the door against mercy, against favor, against blessing. And I pray you not close the door against yourself in Jesus' name. The anointing you have received abided in you and is able to teach and to guide you all things. Not complex. If he has not tell you any work to do, do any work that your hand find to do. Why? Ecclesiastes says, whatever your hand find to do, do it diligently. That's what he says. That's the will of the Lord. And as you read the Bible, you understand more about God's will concerning your life. Every time you come to church like this, you are exposed to his will. For instance, his will for your life this month is that you enjoy a life of harvest. Somebody say, why? That's the will for me. I wish above all things that you prosper, being hurt as your soul prospereth. Let them shout continually. Let them say, let the Lord be magnified that have pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Okay? What is his will? His will is good thought towards me. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. I know the thought that I think towards you. They are the thought of peace and not of evil. And to give you what? So if anybody has said, God say something. Is he in accordance with his will? If you have a dream, is he in accordance with his will? Is he in accordance with a written word of God? Or you are just saying, God can do anything. God will never do anything outside his word. Outside his will. Are you listening to me now? So please understand that we have opened door to harvest 
because we have opened door and opened mind to his will. Say, I've opened door and I've opened mind to his will. I will not walk against his will. I will walk in his will and I will be blessed. Can you say amen? amen? You know why I'm teaching simple? Because a lot of people make Christianity complex and they make a mess of it. There are things that you should not even hear at all. In the church, though Paul has said it all, that you are hearing now and it's completely embarrassing. Completely embarrassing. And, and, and the news blogger, everybody, they are using it. Ah, If Mewa is Shele in the outside church, it should not be happening in the church. The church is a knowledgeable body where you read the Bible. A pastor cannot just be deceiving you. You are also having the Bible. Bible is in so many formats. Etrin format, hard, hard copy, any format you want to read. And in all translations. So the light of God has appeared to all of us because the word of God is what? The light. So you have access to it. You have access to it. Except we are deceiving ourselves. You say, I don't know the will of God. And if you don't know the will of God concerning an issue, you need that. Listen to your spirit. The spirit is in you. He will teach you what to do. And to become very simple. Become very simple. You know, there are some of the things that I had. I cannot be repeating. Because at times you see all manner of issues. Messed up issues. Because people just refuse to read the Bible. It's not tied to. That make you a genuine born again child of God. It is understanding the will of God concerning issues of life that make you a genuinely born again child of God. Not because I'm a pastor, not because I'm an elder, not because we're a deacon. What makes you a genuinely born again child of God is that you know his will. You know the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord is not close to you. You know it. You are reading it every day. You belong to God. And God is constantly speaking to you. The spirit of the Lord is bearing witness in your heart. Whether what you are doing is right. Whether what you are doing is evil. I won't say more than that. But you have opened door to his will. You have opened door. Sit down. In the church. And see whether those things you are hearing. Were in accordance to the word of God. Sit down. In your house. Read the Bible. And see whether those things you are, you are doing. Is in accordance to the word of God. When you are reading things in accordance to the word of God and you are living a life of the word, life becomes very, very easy for you. Life is hard for transgressors. But life can be extremely simple and fruitful for somebody that is following the will of the Lord. Lord, what will you have me to do? Even Paul, in time of confusion, preaching, he had a dream and there was a man begging him, come over to Macedonia and Naples. And the Bible says straightway he believed that God is leading him to preach in that place. Simple way of following God's instructions. Now can you imagine apart from the leading of the Holy Spirit you also have the word of God to read to confirm. Because God has given you now a template to follow. You can never miss your blessing. And I pray this season you will not miss your blessing in Jesus name. Don't be an ignorant believer. For Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of his will. One reason why people are not doing much today is because they don't know the will. Of, I don't even know the will of God for me. The will of God is in the Bible. And the will of God is also in your heart. 
God is constantly teaching you, this is my will. And as you follow the will of the Lord, you will not go into error in Jesus' name. And you not miss your harvest in the name of Jesus. Number two, open door to blessing or to harvest is the gift of faith, a measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 1, the Bible says, you should not think highly that you ought to think, for God has given every one of us a measure of faith. 12 verse 3, Romans chapter 12 verse 3, verse 3, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think humbly, soberly, why? According as God has dealt to everyone the measure of faith. There's a measure of faith inside you. God is constantly working with you, infusing you with faith. So it's not that how will I have faith to do this? There's a measure of faith inside you that you can carry that help you to advance and do much in life. The measure of faith. The measure of faith. And if you have faith, you can accomplish much. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. The gift of faith is the gift that wrought miracles. And faith is inside you. God is constantly inspiring you to believe him. Faith cometh by hearing. God is constantly giving you a heart of faith to believe. And the more you behold him, the more you believe in him. The more you look at him, the more you see faith. The more you believe him, the more you see him as an example to follow. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. We all with an open face, beholding his glory, we are being transformed into the same image by the spirit of the Lord. We have faith in us. We have faith. And if you have a faith as small as mustard seed, you will say something and it will come to pass. Mark chapter 11 verse 23 and 24. When you have faith and you speak, it will come to pass. So, and faith is in your heart. God has given you faith. And if you have faith, you can achieve much. Luke chapter 22 verse 32. Peter, Satan has desired to have you, but I have prayed for you that your faith fade in not. And when you are restored, strengthen the brethren. Look at it. But I have prayed for thee that your faith fail you not. And when thou art comforted, strengthen thy brethren. When you are restored, because your faith has strengthened you, strengthen order. So you are faith. I have prayed for you that your faith fail thee not. I pray for you tonight, your faith will not fail you. You know, nobody can write you off until your faith fail. Nobody can say this is your hand or predict your hand. It's your faith that determines your hand. Faith is a common denominator in Christianity. It's what equates the rich and the poor. Because the just shall live by faith. Everyone can achieve anything they want to achieve by the spirit of faith. You can become anything. Anything. It may take time over you get there. Why? Actor never dies, I feel. A faith person will continue to live until he fulfills his dream. Faith will cause you to fulfill your purpose. You are the one that is acting. You are a man and a woman of faith. And the devil cannot kill you before your dream. Your faith will keep you alive. Faith is what makes a man to get alive. He said, this is the victory that we have. Even our faith. Our faith gives us victory. Supernatural victory over obstacles. I can do this thing. I believe God can help me. That is the spirit of a conqueror. That's how David started. And David enjoyed recognition, help from the Lord. He said, let no man's heart fail him because of this man. Your servant will go and fight. He was more. 17 years old boy. 
but it was a boy that was filled with faith. His faith is bigger than 54, 55, 57-year-old man. He has a strong faith. Strong faith produces strong results. You must use your faith. If you don't use your faith, you will not do well. Luke chapter 17, verse 2 to 5. He said, is there any one of you that have a servant? I will not use the servant. Luke chapter 17. Put on verse 5. Let me see verse 5. He said, is there any one of you who was talking about you having a servant? He said, you will not use your servant. You will be complaining. He said, have your servant have come from farm? You say, ask him. Go. Because they were saying, master, how do we have big faith? He said, use the small faith that you have to produce results. Keep using your faith and your faith will get stronger. That's what Jesus was saying. Using your faith is what produces results. Using your faith is what does what? That produces results. Faith is a servant that has been given to you. Use that your faith to produce affairs this month. Say to yourself, say to your spirit, it is possible. God can do it and God will do it. Without faith, no one can please God. Without faith, no one can get results in church. I don't know how to believe you have faith in negative thing. It is not that you don't believe God. You believe in bad news more than the good news. That is why you are not doing much. If you believe God, you will do exploit. Faith produces results. Faith moves. Faith acts. Faith produces results. Faith will not give up. And God has given you that measure of faith. I can do it. If you say you cannot, nobody will encourage you. We say, if you say, I can do it, God will encourage you. And many people will also encourage you. There is nothing impossible to a man that believes. For without God, nothing shall be impossible. And without faith, nothing also shall be impossible. Faith takes you to the class of God. You keep on achieving results easily. This thing is possible. And do you know that every blessing of God is tied to grace and faith? Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith so that I can be sure to all the seed. It does not matter the opportunity that you have. If you lack faith, you will not produce the result in life. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Look at what it says. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace so that the promise can be sure to all the seed. Every blessing of God is of faith. It does not matter the opportunity that you have. If you lack faith, you will not produce results. Harvest come when you have faith in God. When you don't have faith, you'll be at the same level for years. I've said it before. Let me say it again. Your best friend in church is someone that helps you or inspire your faith. Your worst enemy is not your stepmother. It's a person that feeds your doubts. Help you to believe in negativity. Anyone that is inspiring you to do much, to do much, to do more, telling you you can do this thing, that's your best friend. And I pray we are going to be each other's best friend in Jesus' name. We will not destroy each other's life. Are you saying amen very well? No matter how weak you are, you need somebody that will inspire you to do more. You can do it. So, well, I was talking to one father today. You know, where I am is the position to cancel so many parents. And I'm still speaking to parents here. Inspire your children. He said, me, I don't argue with my children. Anything they want to do, if they say they can't do, that's all. He said, eh. how will they be able to feed you? How, how will your children be able to feed you? If, if you are not inspiring them to be greater than you, how will they be able to feed you? So what are you talking about? 
If he says he cannot read, there is no problem. If he says that that's Corsica, that's okay. If he says he cannot know it, that's okay. If he says he's not going forward again, that's okay. I say, how can your daughter say he's not going forward? Ah, ah, Abba. Can you work out? For how long has he been stagnant? I said, for the past three years. I said, for what? And she said, man, I said, if you continue to live like that, you know that you will suffer. You will suffer. You have to inspire and encourage her to do much. That's how children achieve. They don't achieve by you say, I don't think he is capable. If you say you don't think he's capable, he will never be capable. Are you listening to me now? You have to infuse faith into your children. Keep speaking greatness into their future. Help them to live by faith. Help them to believe what is impossible. That will achieve great results. Not that you just sit down and say, if nothing will happen, let nothing happen. If it will happen, it will you will cry. You cry. That's the way people cry because they refuse to put faith into their children. You will talk to them and say, This is what you do. They will not do it. My friend, if you don't do that, where the child can walk and put faith in them to do more, they will become ordinary. And when they become ordinary, you are going to be the one that will suffer for it. Are you listening to me now? If you want to become great, you inspire them. If you want to become small, you, be, you inspire them. But you can do it. I see this gift in you. You can do it. I see that in you. You have to encourage them to achieve much. Because the just shall live. By what? By faith. You are living by what? By faith. And you have what? A measure of faith. The Bible says we should desire earnestly the best gift. One of the best gifts in the end time is the gift of faith. If you don't have it tonight, pray specially for it. Lord, inspire me more with the gift of faith. I want to believe you for anything possible. I want to believe you. Bishop Odeko said he was at Ora Roberts University. And he moved around and said, God, if you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. The same God over all is rich unto all that call upon his name. If you can do it here, you can do it in Nigeria. Today, the same man that said God can do wonders in Nigeria has built a university. I read his story. I read his story. What God has helped me to achieve by faith. I was at Landmark University. I saw the hand of God. And I said, this is the work of God. If God can do it here, he can do it here. If he can do it in Umana, he can also do it here. There's nothing impossible with God. What God has been waiting for is your faith. If your faith can receive it, it can be a reality in life. There is no born again child of God that is better born by you. There is no sliver spoon when it comes to Christianity. It's not that this one is born again specially. You are born again weekly. No. All of us are born with the same precious seed. With the blood of Jesus. And of all have become very mighty. You have opened door to harvest. If you can think it and believe it, you can achieve it. He said it when he was poor. Our ministry does not have any need. We help people. Ministry help. They don't beg. He said, what does your ministry need? So the American can give to say, our ministry does not have need. We help people. And they started laughing at him. Today he's not begging for subvention from America. That's a good way to live by faith. Don't have a mentality that you are always begging because you are a lot of people are feeling that you are advantaged. 
What advantage do you need after you have the word of God and you have the spirit of faith? What other advantage will you ever need? We were somewhere yesterday and uh, the man saw us and started greeting us and after we bought what we wanted to buy, he said, sir, I can see that, because he was still waiting for the alert. We are buying chicken. I said, I can see that you are more than the money. You can go. I said, why? He said, because that you car you are using is more than the money. People like you cannot defraud people. <laughs> My wife laughed. And I thought that would be the end of what he said. You know what he said? And I'm also the person that owns this place. I said, what? I said, sir, you are great too. This is mighty. Because that edifice was much, very big. He said, by the grace of God, I also own this place. When you see greatness, you can smell it and covet it. He said, I'm the one that built this place also. I said, I'm happy that you are adding that. I'm happy that you are adding that. By faith, by faith, harvest is open to you. Don't have a small mind. Believe God. Anything you want to achieve, believe God. And you have harvest this year in Jesus' name. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. And number three, very important, you must not forget, is gratitude. Gratitude guarantees harvest. At all times, always be grateful. Wherever you are, nothing closes harvest more than the spirit of an ingrate. Anytime you are not grateful, your harvest go down. Psalm 67, verse 3 to 5. Let people praise thee. Let them thank you. Then the heart shall hear that increase. The Lord shall bless us. Our home God shall bless us, and not the head of the heart shall fear him. Wherever you are is good enough for Thanksgiving. Wherever you are is good enough for what? I can't hear you. It's good enough for what? If you don't want to go down, you must thank God. The only way to stay up is by Thanksgiving. Always thank him for wherever you are. Wherever you are in life is good for appreciation, gratitude, and Thanksgiving. Lord, I am happy. This may not be my best, but this is my stepping stone to greatness. Are you hearing me now? Always appreciate him because when you appreciate God and thank God, what is in your heart multiply. John chapter 6 verse 23. Jesus multiplied bread where he had given thanks. Thanksgiving is the highest form of faith. The only way to go up is by saying, Lord, I'm grateful. And you thank God for everything. The Bible says, in all things, give thanks for this is the will of the Lord concerning you in Christ Jesus. I pray you not be haggard in Jesus name. Does not matter where you are. The best way to live is by living a life of gratitude and start everywhere. In the morning thank your wife. In the morning thank your husband. Thank your children. Thank people around you. Thank your boss. Thank your friend. Thank them for their contribution in your life. And they will never stop remembering you. And because they will never stop remembering you, they will always find a reason to bless you back. Whatever you don't thank God for will live your life. Everything in life responds to appreciation. Whatever you don't appreciate will depreciate. Whether human being or animal or gifts. Anything you appreciate and you thank God for will increase. Anytime you say, I thank God for my wife. Your wife will become more beautiful. And she will do more. That's the truth. Keep thanking God for your children. You keep excelling. Oh, my children are very good. Very wonderful. Very intelligent. Very obedient. 
they will never want to disappoint you. Keep talking against your children, they will be talking against you. Before you know it, it will be a family that is divided against itself that can never stand. A family that will stand will be a family of gratitude and thanksgiving. The father is appreciating the mother. The mother is appreciating the father. The father is appreciating the children. The children are appreciating the father. And when the spirit of gratitude is in a place, multiplication and harvest will begin to come easily. Always begin to thank God. Nobody complained by moving up. In fact, the Bible says in the wilderness, they complained and they were beaten by serpents. You know what serpent is? Devil. What attract attack is more money and complain. You will always lose your what you have by complaining. You will always gain more by thanking God. Life will become harder by frowning. The only thing that makes life soft is by smiling. When you smile easily, life becomes easy for you. Because they say, oh, this one has the gift of laughter. Yet, it's having the gift of blessing. Because when you rejoice, heaven rejoices with you. And blessing come upon your life. What are the open doors to harvest? Number one, the will of God. Which is easy for you to understand. Number two, the gift of faith. Number three, the gift of gratitude. Stand on your faith. Stand on your faith. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I'm grateful. Where am I? Is good enough for thanksgiving. At least my life will be better than the life of some people. I am sincerely grateful for all that you have done for me. Lord, I am grateful. Ah, You have done something for me. And so I'm grateful. That's how to become big in life. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, your mercy over me is much. Your name and your grace over me is much. Lord, I'm grateful. Because of all that you have done for me, Lord, I'm grateful. Go ahead and appreciate him and thank him tonight and say, Lord, I'm grateful. Stop complaining about anything. In all things, give thanks. That is the will of God. Give thanks tonight and say, Lord, thank you for where you have placed me. Thank you for the people around me. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Lord, I am very, very grateful for all that you have done for me. Lord, I am grateful. Be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Let's thank him sincerely tonight and appreciate him and bless his name. And say, Father, you are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Father. That's an open door to harvest. Some of you are not thanking him. All that you know how to do is to complain and murmur and complain and murmur. And the more you complain, the more you're having it more difficult. Complain about people, complain about God. Everybody has offended you. The time to thank him is now. I say, Lord, thank you for the gift of life. Good eggs, good food, good relationship, good marriage. Lord, I'm grateful. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are faithful to me. You are too faithful to fail me. Lord, I'm grateful. Thank you because I'm disappointed. Thank you because tonight is a night of joy for me. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my family. Thank you. Can you thank him well enough and let him remember harvest coming your way? Thank him and say, Lord, I'm sincerely grateful for all that you have done. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I covet tonight the gift of faith, gift of miracle, gift of faith, gift that make impossible possible. Every spirit of doubt, I chase you away. I want to live to please God. I covet tonight the gift of faith, gift of believing God. No matter what is happening, I covet tonight ability to believe, 
and to trust God in the name of Jesus. My God is faithful. My God is good. There's nothing good that he will not give me. My God is loving. My God is kind. My God is understanding. My God is not complicated. My God is easy. My God is good. That is the spirit of faith. My God can do it. He will not chase me away. Nothing is impossible with him. Lord, I receive the best gift to believe for the best in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Okay, raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, let your will be simple to me. As I read the Bible, let me understand it. As I hear messages, let it be clear to me. No confusion in my heart. Lord, let your will be simple for me to follow. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray tonight and say, Lord, your will can be easy for me. The anointing that makes your will very easy. I don't need a prophet to be telling me your will or what you want to do. Let it be very easy for me to understand your will and to follow your will in the mighty name of Jesus. He said to you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Lord, I don't want it to be imparable. I want your will to be easy. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Father, your will is good heads. Your will is prosperity. As we take this Holy Communion tonight, we receive good heads into our system, into our body, in the name of Jesus. We also receive prosperity, unending prosperity into our life in the name of Jesus. We pray to you tonight that none of us will look agad. Lord, we are going to look well-fed. We will look fine. We enjoy your goodness in the land of the living. We are going to be a living testimony. Because of the, the way you have blessed us, other will give their life to Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray tonight that nobody will qualify to pity us. This amount of our hending harvests. Lord, that is your will. Let this season be our season of harvest. Harvest of healing. Harvest of blessing. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So let's take communion tonight. Let's take communion tonight. Hallelujah.